episode of Watch Out for Fireballs is brought to you by our patrons, all of our patrons at patreon.com slash TV, but specifically Exotic Minivan, Taylor Trimarkey, and Chris Van uh, Overeen. Thank you very much, or Overeen. Uh, again, apologize if I'm mispronouncing your name. Love you very much. I'm just bad at reading and eyes uh, and <laughs> brains. Uh, thank you all very much. If you'd like to join them, please go to patreon.com slash TV. to watch out for fireballs it is a games club podcast and this week we are talking about the coin game which is a simulation game developed and published by devoted for the pc in 2019 yeah uh this and this is a weird episode for lots of reasons uh <laughs> lots of fun reasons yeah one this is the first game to uh we always said you know if we did something on abject suffering it wouldn't mean we wouldn't do it on mm-hmm. off but that was a fun little deception that the boys had where we, we it was theoretically that was true, but we'd never do it. We dangled it in front of the games that we cover on Abject Suffering because to give them the tiniest amount of hope is the cruelest of all. Yeah. And that's how we we suck the energy out of their their spines and stuff. But this game made the trek like a salmon. Mm-hmm. It has gone upstream and become a mighty dragon. Mm. uh or a carp rather um the car salmon actually do that they're way better than that japanese carp legend um <laughs> the, the salmon just do it they don't even get to turn into dragons they just get yeah. to nut um <laughs> the thing is the coin game was always a guy or us we just uh yeah. it, you know it's it just 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 a fun little weird thing uh there, there are people who are listening who might not know what abject suffering is that's true yeah. Uh, that is our comedy podcast, uh, yes. where we use a, a quote unquote bad game as a jumping off point. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we just kind of uh, joke for one half of an hour yes. or talk about the most serious bleak shit that's ever been. <laughs> it's one or the other. It is a Russian roulette. You spin the chamber <laughs> and it's either going to be like us trying to be funny or us just like absolutely uh, doing a group therapy about the state of the world. Uh, and there's no warning. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. There's no warning. Uh, so that that showed up on this and we, we were both just like, oh, this actually rules. Like yeah. th- this isn't bad at all. Um, and I have uh, stuck with it. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I was very wanted it on this, uh, the pick of, of short games we, we have uh, for when we have a hole in the schedule. We have a hole in the schedule. This is me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the other reason that this, that this is different for us, um, and I, I kind of, I kind of like this, even though I can kind of see it going against the show's remit just a little bit is this is a mostly done early access game. I was going to say, this is very much in continuous active development as we speak. 
like mm-hmm. uh, just around a couple months ago, a early access for a new biome mm-hmm. uh, started uh, that I, I joined, which is half finished. You know, Ooh. you just get to go check it out, but it's continuously oh, the, happening. The mall, right? Yeah. 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 So, so must around in the mall. Um, this is just a, an ongoing concern. Mm-hmm. So it is a moving target. We, we set out to be scholar, the first send <laughs> with this. Uh, so, and because of that, and because a lot of the actual gameplay in this game is describing ticket games, <laughs> uh, which is weird. We're going to probably take a little chummier and more zoomed out kind of look at this. Like it's mm-hmm. not going to quite be oops, all generalities, yeah. but uh, part of my goal for this is to sell people on this game. Yeah, um, I want this developer to be able to keep making this, and I think that this is really cool, and I think that their attitude is really admirable. Yeah, um, I find the whole thing very heartening. Yes, and I mean just to triple underline that this is a great game. You should buy it, yeah. especially if you have any kind of affection for uh, specifically like fun center kind of stuff. You know, like if your arcade when you were young, if you grew up with arcades was anything like mine, you know, the ones that we used to go to, there was like a section with a section with the video games, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's where our arcade specials are. And then there was the section where you could play games for tickets. Uh, So you could buy, uh, you know, a a mustache comb and a stick of gum, you know? Uh, Yeah. And this is, this is about the latter. See it as a companion for, we did an episode about fun centers and a lot Mm -hmm. of the stuff we talked about there is represented here. Um, And also kind of weirdly, like a little bit of the, um, the Chuck E. Cheese and showbiz pizza episode as well. Uh, I'm also going to make an argument that there is a weird kind of ephemeral beauty to this game. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That is, uh, I don't know how much of it is intended, but because of the specific choices the developer made in emulating something very simple, I think he stumbled upon something like legitimately pretty kind of beautiful. Yeah. Uh, which which I want to I want to get into as well. So like this will be a weird episode and it it will be hopefully a lot of people will like it and then some people will find it insufferable, which is we can tell who we did our job. We mm-hmm. had something interesting to say about it. Yeah. Um, the basic agreement of this is you play a kid, the only human kid, uh, <laughs> on Islandville, uh, which is a secluded town on an island, and it is uh, has all the markers of being economically depressed, except that it's thriving and it's full of arcades and fun centers and carnivals. By full, I think you mean there is a lot of space. There are like, you know, empty buildings and stuff like that. Maybe a couple of suburban houses, and there are like six of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the ratio is about one per house, almost. <laughs> but then there are all these like rundown convenience stores and pawn shops and factory jobs as well. Yeah. Like, like there's, this is, you know, just a, a mini exhibit in my, there's a melancholy beauty to this game. Yes. Um, <laughs> the, the, uh, if, if you took the arcades out of this game, it would be a cart life. Yeah. You know, basically, yeah. um, there, there's a yearning kind of fantasy to this. Yeah. Uh, most of it, as we mentioned, uh, these are physically modeling, uh, using physics models to create ticket games, mm-hmm. uh, simulations of ticket games. If you don't know what we're talking about here, um, think about like ski ball, um, anything where you hit a big red button to stop a, you know, a, a light yeah. that's moving around a circle, stuff like that. Claw mm-hmm. machines, uh, the, the titular coin pushers, which are where the coin game comes from. Mm-hmm. I've always heard of them as coin pushers. Yeah. Um, but the uh, this is, these are hard things to explain if you don't know what they are. And I don't know how much of this is cultural. I know that Japan has a, a large ticket arcade mm-hmm. culture. I don't know about the rest of the world. 
Yeah. So like these, I always kind of thought of them as like mechanized carnival games. I think if yes. you if if you have any kind of carnival culture, it's not not like you know the bit like the big festival before Mar or before uh, Lent carnival, but like you know like oh yeah, this is a place where you take kids and you know people set up games of uh, dubious fairness, you know, yes. uh, based around you know simple physical tasks. Uh, and if you are successful, you get a small you, you get a small trinket. Then that that's what this is. Except you get tickets that can be redeemed at a counter uh, by a very impatient man who really just wants you to pick which color of uh, kazoo you're going to get. Yes, uh, realistically observed. <laughs> um, what this ends up meaning as a video game, this is really ambitious because it's using it's emulating. It feels you know like I don't know how many there are, probably fifty or sixty. Mm -hmm. mini games um and there are varying degrees of like jank to them oh, yeah. um some of them are better than others in terms mm -hmm. of accuracy of physics yes um in general though it is about creating this this kind of feeling about it it's super fun and janky and the whole game is like that mm -hmm. and this is uh, this is weird. charming charming jank i think we are pro jank i do not want anybody to interpret this as us saying like oh this is a mark against it like i don't know it feels almost accurate to, because like bullshit happens at these machines and that's yeah. kind of part of the you know in, in real life and that, that that would be part of the you know the joy you would not be able to you know say that you had properly captured this if you didn't get you know get that as we get that kind of part of it in there as well yeah yeah have a little, and 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 it does vary there are yeah. things that uh work with this kind of physics model better than others Mm -hmm. you know and we'll talk about those individually um so it's not all wins with no. that but it does feel appropriate mm -hmm. yeah um and more games are being added right um uh like and i think what's important about this that uh sets it apart is you know we talk about this ephemeral beauty that wouldn't be possible if this was just a menu where you picked the game you wanted to play and it was that option you know, is there yeah, it is like there they, they yeah. added that in if you want to practice <laughs> uh, these games and I, I forget a lot of the the official names for these i refer to them as the actual names mm -hmm. but like something like safe cracker which is a fun arcade ticket game like mm -hmm. skill-based you know legitimately fun if you want to practice that so you get good at it in the game you can yeah you know but the metaphor is really important the fantasy is exceedingly important in this yeah the rapper is like a it's it's a life sim basically uh, and there are two modes that will determine exactly how simmy that is going to be. But like, mm. it is important that the arcade is modeled as a physical space and things are laid out roughly, you know, kind of according to category or where they would fit. And there are other kids running around. Like if you get a big win, uh, quote unquote, people will run up and, you know, like watch and cheer and stuff like that. Yep. You know, and there are like multiple different kinds of arcades kind of kind of modeled in this. And I feel like I've been in one that kind of maps to maps to each of these. In addition to having the spaces in between. Yes. Which are crazy important. Like mm -hmm. you have this collection of uh, of arcade machines uh, in there that give them their own specific identity, uh, each location, each fun center. But then these large swaths of empty, dark, quiet space <laughs> between them. Um, this is such a this is such an inversion of the Gary adage. I think coined I by know. Will verbs not vibes. Like it, the the outside stuff in this is almost entirely vibe. Yeah. It's, it's real, but it works. It's it's the exception that makes the rule on multiple levels, yeah. and it, it's it's the power of really really charismatic theming. 
Yes. You know, that's like very important to me, <laughs> but, but it's very fun because like there's a, you know, there's a curfew in the survival mode. This is like, uh, like Midwestern, uh, industrial blight Shenmue. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's a good, that's a good way to put it. Uh, except fun. Like, except it's not, except they don't talk to you constantly yeah. and it's not the worst dialogue you've ever heard in your life. And there aren't like tons of unskippable animations for taking off and putting on your shoes. Hey, we're not putting Shenmue on trial here today. I am. And, and I'm not here. I told to you this is going to be an experimental episode. It, it's <laughs> put 40 minutes on the clock. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> but I, I'm just saying, it, 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 I think that there's a, a market difference. Like it, it has those good things about Shenmue. Yeah, yeah. It's it's you a know? It, you know just of yeah. you know, I'm being a little bit glib with it, but you, but you know what I mean. You know. Yeah. If Shenmue was just that stuff, I think it would be a better game. Mm-hmm. Personally, yeah. um, just just having that stuff. When you talked about the different modes, we talked about survival mode. One of the cool realizations I had um, in playing this seriously and paying more attention to it. Mm-hmm. is that both birthday mode and survival mode are fantasies uh-huh like are different kinds of fantasies the way survival mode in this would never work in real life mm-hmm. it was just a weird idea that people have as kids to <laughs> create a little grift like create a <laughs> create a little like trading route for themselves like lemonade stand their real life uh-huh <laughs> you know but it's still a fantasy there's no school there's very few actual like responsibility responsibilities the responsibilities are getting enough soda you know for the day <laughs> yeah yeah no that's a that, that's a good way to put it survival mode in this is kind of like what if i was trapped in the mall for a week yeah you know also a fantasy yeah. you know they're they're both two different kinds of fantasies which i really love mm-hmm. um <laughs> so this the setting the the way that it's uh you are the only human so this is part of that ephemeral beauty and that weird loneliness of this you're the only human and the island is pretty sparsely populated yeah uh, and all the creatures on it are inflatable robots. Yeah. Uh, they do. They do look a little bit like bullet vibrators, even though, uh, <laughs> they don't have a flared base. So you oh. should never use this kind of this vibrator yeah. or at least don't stick it in, inside your hoo-ha or your <laughs> because you'll lose it. And yeah. Islandville does not have a doctor, even though it has six arcades. Yeah. That... <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> you go to what looks like a doctor's office in the mall and just a bunch of people competitively play operation. playing operation. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> just like, fuck. God damn it. Like, you know, tickets to cart coming out of your mouth as soon as they fix you. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Where's that sound oh. coming from? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Uh, but but people, yeah. people can't talk. Really, they nope. kind of yay, uh, and they'll make like kind of little noises. The regular citizens, yes. Uh, then there are people who work places who can talk, but they just have a couple of repeating lines. They're not really characters. Like it gives you big. You are the only human in a simulation. Yeah, feelings. Even though they're coded to be your friends, you can't interact with them in any kind of friendly way. No, uh, no. You know, in birthday mode, you roll up in a limo with all your friends. They pile out to have fun. It's not like you can pick a specific friend and play air hockey against them. Nope. You play air <laughs> hockey and then a random anonymous bot walks Ugh. up and they, they do a lot of work to give them the illusion of kind of like these robots trying to emulate humanity. Uh huh. Like you'll find like two of them sitting in a truck, you yep. know, just hanging out. Like maybe they're, they're breaking up, you know, maybe they're, they're sharing a cigarette. <laughs> Like things like that. Like you'll find situations like that, but there's no content to it. No, it's just the shadows on the the cave wall of that shit. (laughs) 
I I just man I I laughed out loud when I saw just a bunch of like just these these robots dressed up like punks hanging around mm-hmm. a barrel fire behind the arcade yeah. behind the pawn shop <laughs> and I walked like, up and then like one of them just kind of like started walking toward me I was like oh hey that's the first time any of them have reacted and then he just mm-hmm. kind of bumped into me and it took a health hit like oh yeah. no they're punks oh, shit. I'm they're gonna bullies. be bullied yeah. even though you can grab them and throw them because yep. they're inflatable <laughs> toys. You know, but they're programmed to pretend they're human. Yeah. Like for, for your benefit. Like huge Breakfast of Champions vibes to this whole thing. <laughs> oh, um, they look like monsters they, to you. Yeah, yeah. The the, uh, the the internal lives of them, like in addition to sometimes finding them doing things like that, there are all these little grace notes, like on the rooftops of all these things, there's little sets of lawn chairs with like, you know, a couple empty drinks mm-hmm. where people go up there to take breaks. And you can go up there, there's no reason to. Like in survival mode, you can recycle their garbage for money. Mm -hmm. But, but other than that, like it just, these little notes that make this look like an idea of a lived in place. Yeah. Um, your mom. So in survival mode, you have a home, uh, and your mom is one of these things too, like Mm -hmm. done up like a stereotypical old lady, like hair and curlers. She has a walker that just kind of moves in front of her because none of these really have arms yeah they Um, don't have arms or or feet they just kind of cruise around they're roombas with inflatable like boxing things on top and so you as the only human here trapped on this island because both of the bridges off of this are blocked by overturned fuel carriers and army transports incredible (laughs) it happened at the same time both bridges out of town had a, a chemical leak and are being guarded by the fucking U.S. Army bots. So I, when I first like traveled out there to like see what you know, oh, Islandville East, Islandville yeah. West, did they add is that a new map? Yeah, yeah, and and it, you know, eventually maybe will be, you know, but mm-hmm. as is now, it's just this very very funny spooky thing that's happened to you. Yeah, I mean, very the room esque, like Silent Hill Four. Yeah, it's like a it's like a Twilight Zone episode that was themed around the wire monkey experiment. Yeah, like like what if you were just like whisked away to a world where it was the wire monkey and like yes, you get the food, it is there for you, but there is no affection, there is no humanity, there is no warmth. It is just a like kind of obscene facsimile. (laughs) It is Black Mirror. What if your mom had Wi Fi writ large? I, the, um, like, uh, I going to those bridges is a great moment. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the initial mode that they had packed with this fantasy one is birthday mode. Yes. Um, you have a rich uncle Phil. He's rented out all the arcades in town. He has paid to fill the money machines, the money grabber uh, machine, mm-hmm. which I've always wanted to do one of those in real life, even though I know God. they're expensive and you don't make your money back or they wouldn't exist. Right. But yeah. they, they look really thrilling to me. They also look like you'd have to take a shower afterwards. Oh, I mean, it's, it's cash. It's not just like, yeah. oh, the money touched me. It is aerosolizing whatever is on those dollar bills. It is. It is like just breathing in. Yeah. Like, just, yeah money like, feces. Yeah. Like one 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 twentieth of, the, of these has just been hanging hanging around in someone's duodenum. Yep. <laughs> like non-stop keistered cash yeah at rock bottom prices we had um, um uh, the, my first time seeing one of those like a minute in the money machine was a prize for like a middle school fundraiser you know like mm-hmm. selling magazine subscriptions or whatever <laughs> it's just like oh god i want a minute in that money machine i gotta get in the money machine the yeah. the trick to the money machine uh is because i you know, we'll talk about this one of the reasons why i like this more than shamu is that i have a sick little thrill about carnivals 
oh, yeah. uh, and games of scam and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like learning the tricks to beat them, even though I don't like playing them that much. Uh-huh. So like the trick to the money machine is you let money come to you. Yes. You create a flat surface and you let money press up against it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, anywho, so your uncle has rented out all the money machines. Yes. Uh, money machines, like a phone booth, but like with a leaf blower kind of thing attached to it that blows around watered up uh, uh, paper currency. Yeah. Yes. So you just grab as much as you can. So you can do this as much as you want. There. Uh, you fast travel around uh, by limousine. You can call it on your phone. Mm-hmm. You also get a golf cart with, uh, with unlimited access. Uh, there uh real cute little touch the limousine when it leaves it leaves the basket of the future thing so it doesn't have to drive out of wherever you you go it's so good Uh, there it's real cute uh so yeah your friends all friends all drive around even though when you're like hey uh drive me out to the abandoned you know the abandoned (laughs) abandoned forest trails and you just arrive alone and the 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 chauffeur lets you out and then leaves you like like ah god i love it (laughs) It's um, so good. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, but yeah, that is free reign. Uh, all of the, uh, I mean, I, I was going to say the games are free play. You just have to re- refill your money by going into the money machine, but nothing is off limits to you. Uh, yes. And uh, kind of importantly, there are no meters to take care of. It's literally just money and then go play. But that yep. is that is the fantasy. It's just, what if I was the king of this town? Yep. And I think everyone has, you know, you go as a kid, like, I don't know how budgets have changed, but for me as a kid, the amount of money I would get for an arcade was $5. Yes. So when, when I go to an arcade, I would get 20 quarters. That'd be my time. And it might Mm -hmm. have to last me like four hours. Yeah. You know, ridiculous. (laughs) Uh, So this idea of being in a post-scarcity, you know, arcade or fun center is a really powerful fantasy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, I, I can just play whatever I want. There's no, there's no rules. You also, uh, with this mode and also with the next mode as well, but the twin fantasy of this is I can do whatever I want in this town. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go buy fireworks and shoot them off. I'm going to flick r- my rubber band gun and shoot fireworks at, uh, this guy. <laughs> He's just there, you know, yep. I'm going to creep around. What's behind that factory? Like I've always gone by that factory and stuff. That looks cool. I wonder what's back there. Mm-hmm. You know, go check it out. Yeah. Uh, uh, nothing's stopping you. <laughs> nobody cares enough to stop you. <laughs> yeah. Because you're the only human. Because uh-huh. it's because it's Breakfast of Champions rules in this fantasy. Yeah. It is a dark fantasy. Your mom's got <laughs> Wi-Fi. <laughs> Uh, but but yeah, uh, it's this you know, for for me. It's the survival mode because all that you have is exclusively uh, you know because you've got to take care of your you've got to take care of your hunger meter and your energy meter and stuff like that, and you need to spend money. Like there's a there's like a a, a convenience store where you can buy junk food um or very expensive like prepared sandwiches or there's like a supermarket where you can buy stuff that needs to be microwaved at your house like it is just entirely soda and soda and microwave salisbury steaks like a person who lived like this would not survive (laughs) would not be able to survive a week well it's it's weird though like when you're a kid like i could eat like this kind of trash oh yeah and be fine like it's it's an adult this would kill you. But I guess that's a third vector of fantasy because like, oh, yeah. it is kind of, I can eat anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I can drink two Mountain Dews without wanting to puke, you know, as a, as a fantasy. Like, and I like I, Mountain Dew. That's not even me bagging on Mountain Dew. I just, you know, yeah, it's, can't do, you know. There's, there, there's a time and place for that. And that's, you know, drinking yeah, a, you drinking a two liter. 25. Yeah. yeah. You just do it when you're one. <laughs> uh, but this, this is the, the game part of it. And this came later. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you have this life sim and you are basically gaming this child economy yeah. where the only thing you can get are odd jobs and arcade uh, sales, you know, mm-hmm. things like winning prizes and selling them yeah. to, to maintain your meters. You have uh, pets. You live with your mom. Uh-huh. You have pets. You have a pet goose who follows you around the house and you have a fish. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can choose to keep them alive or not. If you choose not to keep them alive, you're a fucking monster. Come on, feed um, that duck. And you use uh, this town's arcade, junk food, and odd job economy, you know, chores and stuff to survive. Yes. Um, as long as you can. The chore stuff is all added later. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like now lawn mowing and babysitting and newspaper delivery, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, that they added into the game. So you can get a get a, a job for squares, but then you don't realize the real grift, which is going to the carnival and uh, <laughs> selling uh, snow cones and hot dogs. <laughs> uh, stuffed snow tokes, cones and hot dogs which command improbably high prices at the pawn shop yeah yeah uh, and in, in, yeah. in addition to the weird bounty system that they have which mm-hmm. is occasionally there will be they'll just like i i desperately need uh an inflatable Label. saxophone yep <laughs> i will buy as many inflatable saxophones as you have <laughs> don't ask questions black mirror um, yeah um but uh yeah and you're taking care of your meters i love how each of the uh, uh each of the places has their own little food uh kind of thing mm-hmm. like they've got vending machines uh the one place has just a like a pizza like a pizza snack bar uh mm-hmm. where, where you can or you can deliver pizzas if you want to i liked that um i like that little uh, job mini game the best yeah no. the uh and you have to get back by curfew you can't just operate 24 hours a day yeah um your, your mom gets real mad at you so that's a, a sub goal is keep her happy. She yes. gets real pissed. <laughs> um, uh, getting around in this. So when I fired this up, you know, I had been around in a birthday mode and figured, okay, fine. Uh, not realizing how important the fast travel was to, you know, to yeah. that, you know, here, here I am starting at my house and like, all right, clock's ticking. Uh, I am watching my meters tick down. How am I going to get where I need to go? I didn't realize that I had a, that I had a bike there. I thought that I would have to win the bike because, you know, the, the Huffy is the, you know, that, that is like the stereotypical, that is the archetypical, like unattainable, um, unattainable ticket prize getting the bike, you know? So I, I started like trying, I did my first couple tries trying to just run around the town and I couldn't get anywhere, um, in time. Uh, before I realized, oh, yes, there is a way to do this, which is to ride this bike around where people will just run over you. The traffic does not respond as though you are a human. No. Again, you're not like you are the only human, but they're not. They don't, they don't respond <laughs> as if they're human. Yeah. You know, it's Elon Musk's self-driving shit <laughs> island. Um, the, uh, so just the, the fact that you have to have the bike shows how t- like tight the economy is mm-hmm. with this. Eventually, like all survival games, you will get post-scarcity. Yeah in this where you just, you're making money hand over fist. Mm-hmm. Uh, but getting to that point is fun. You know, yeah. uh, getting there, like it's not balanced to be a rigorous survival game in the long term. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have escalating stakes yeah, or uh, money sinks that feed into its other systems very much. Mm-hmm. So eventually like, I was just like, okay, like I'm selling hot dogs and, and snow cones. I can just do this and take care of my needs. And now I'm just doing what I want to do. Yeah. You know, I may as well be playing birthday mode mm-hmm. at that point, but the, the climb to get there is real fun. Yeah. Um, the, uh, so you get around on your bike. Uh, the bike is one of the big physics fails in this. IMO. <laughs> uh, it controls weirder than any vehicle in any game. <laughs> and you have to pick it up, um, using kind of like a fallout three 
grab an object by the corner mm-hmm. physics uh, kind of thing to set it upright to write on it. No, I, I just right clicked it and then I and then I went. It wouldn't uh. work if it were on the ground for me. Huh. Weird. Uh, I had to uh, lift it up and I looked it up. I was like, am I the only person having this problem? It might be because of the experimental shopping mall. Beta. Oh. Maybe they changed the physics, yeah. but I, I had to set it upright to write oh, it. That's annoying. Uh, which was real finicky. Yeah. No. Yeah. My, my big physics thing was when I was trying to deliver papers, there's no, just like, uh, like throw this, you know, like aim mm-hmm. and then hit somewhere. It's not like paper boy, right. Where you can just kind of get it in the, the in the zone, you know, uh, yeah. you have to like pick the, pick the rolled up paper up by the corner and then like just guide it in. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's real. It's, it's, it's it, so it ends up being like, it is the most, uh, it is the most time consuming part, even more time consuming than just getting around to each of these places yeah. to make those deliveries. Selling a lot of stuff at once is also very funny. Like trying to mm. cram everything into the, the thrift <laughs> bot, the, the pawn bot, uh, gaping maw. Uh-huh. Um, get you know all this stuff can be can be tricky. This is uh not related to survival mode, but uh, did you get the mall? Did no, no, the, I didn't. Okay, in the mall, there's a Spencer's. You can buy a hoverboard, Ooh. Uh, which was exceedingly exciting to me because like that's it. It's right in the pocket for what fantasy this is selling. Mm-hmm. Uh, it controls weirder and worse than any vehicle I've ever played with in a video game. <laughs> Like it is not done <laughs> like, and it, it's an early access zone. I don't blame them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's real cool to like look inside the the mall. Cause you're going to see the stuff they're going to have. They're going to have movies where you can either see movies or you can work there, like get hmm. popcorn and stuff. There's a Spencer's, there's a bank jewelry store, uh, candy store, stuff like that. It's pretty yeah. neat. Um, and like a, a bespoke arcade in there as well that has some new games in it. Yeah. Um, but the, I, the, the big prize was the hoverboard and it does mm. not work. So, uh, that is not your your transportation solution the real thing you want to get eventually uh is the golf cart which again mm-hmm. every kid's dream but then you have to keep it gassed up yes yeah uh boy just about ran out of gas at the end of one of those bridges didn't yep. realize there was a gas meter <laughs> yep and 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 didn't realize you have no reason to go out to those bridges uh-huh. uh, unless it's just curiosity like that that's explorations for survival mode yes otherwise <laughs> Uh, you kind of turn into the guy from uh, Sardew Valley in this as well, where mm. you are scrounging trash. Yes. Um, for food. Uh, punks might come up and attack you, but there will be usable food, unscratched scratcher lotto tickets, mm-hmm. uh, and cans you can sell and stuff in the garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in addition to at those like rooftop little camp out things, or you can just go yes. uh, on the nature trails to somebody's abandoned campsite <laughs> and read that like yeah. a bear. We're <laughs> like it's exactly like a bear. Uh, the uh, it also uh, they haven't really done it yet, but there are na- we mentioned those nature trails. We talk about the different areas of the island. We'll mention this. Uh, these are some of the scariest portions of games mm-hmm. that don't have anything that happen. Yeah, in them uh, to me, like going through the nature trails at night uh-huh. uh, is real spooky. Getting, in this getting game. like and, walking out during the day and then getting us like, being at the far end and then yep. oh, the note of the sun went down all i have is my very weak flashlight <laughs> yep i and I had to make my way back like nothing's happening you mm-hmm. there are no other conscious beings on this island uh it, it for all the world it seems like there should be an easter egg where if you go out there at the right time you get abducted or something yeah you know uh they're adding like uh the the gentleman the devoted guy has talked about adding a lot more easter egg stuff hmm. uh out in the the corners of the map yeah one of my my favorite little moments that was like that was uh i went out to the edge of the lake and i looked across the lake and it looked like there's a structure 
And I was like, oh, interesting. Like, is that just like a blip, you know, or like a little discarded building or something? Mm-hmm. So I started trying to swim across the lake. Okay. You don't swim. You walk across the lake <laughs> like a like, a, like an animate suit of armor you're across like, the you're bottom like of it. You're like Wolverine. Like Wolverine <laughs> might walk across the lake. Like early on when you're in the lake, you can press space to slowly move up. But eventually <laughs> that went away. And it gets so dark and the draw distance gets so short that like I couldn't tell that if I was walking in place about halfway through the lake. Oh. It was real fucking the abyss. Uh, moves, but with a lower body count. Um, <laughs> And, and you eventually run into a wall and you can't move any further, but mm-hmm. it's surprisingly far out there. And it was real creepy to navigate my way back. Yeah. And then I realized I was in survival mode. So I just had a limo pick me up from the bottom <laughs> of the birthday lake. mode. Wait, wait, yeah, the limo came mode. and picked you up. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it can, it just, you just cut to being in a limo. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it just does a, a one scene missing. And he was rescued yeah. by, let's say Mo. It's exactly. Let's say uncle Mo. <laughs> Yeah. oh my gosh uh did you die when you were in survival uh, mode mm-mm. No, no i did not yeah uh so in those abortive first times when i was trying to get around on foot uh i you know i i, I did die it is very fun each time i uh i died when my uh, i think it was energy that bottomed out mm-hmm. your character just falls over uh and as you're like my camera just kind of clipped through his arm a little bit you could just tell that the the model kind of ragdolled as it went and then you get a very cute um newscast with some like improvised dialogue like yeah this kid just apparently didn't need his didn't need his cheetos you know, yeah just, just collapsed <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> huge cheeto deficiency like accidentally yeah. went to go check out one of the twin oil spills <laughs> uh, gas leaks and uh didn't have enough cheeto to and as this is going, like the, 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 like the live footage of your mom now having a, like a, an inspector gadget, uh, helicopter blades coming out of her head, just choppers down. Oh, that's incredible. To, to pick up your guy and then take you away. <laughs> and, and probably reclimate you into a new human. Wherever the, like, the, the fiction of this game is that's, that's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so as we, we mentioned a couple of times, uh, this is super modest. This is made by one guy, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just really, really cool. Uh, very responsive to fans. Uh, it's really heartening. If you want to have a good, like games are, are good mm-hmm. feeling, go to the steam community hub page for this and watch, read through the thread of suggested things and watch the developer interact with people. Mm. And it's all so fucking quaint and innocent and good. Yeah. It's very pure. Yeah, this um, this does feel like a product of both nostalgia and love. Yeah, and everybody there's there's so little toxicity. Yeah, and it, it's just like somebody's like, oh man, it would be cool if this could happen, and then the developer's like, that would be cool. That's a great mm-hmm. idea. I'll work on that. Like, yeah. it's very sweet. <laughs> um, uh, sound wise, I think they do a good job of capturing the arcade ambience, which is very important. Mm-hmm. You know, these are soundscapes as well. And it gets, you know, creepily silent um, and sparse when you're outside. Yeah. I, I kind of, it would make a lot of sense for the kid fantasy to uh, port in a Walkman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of don't want them to because it would make it not scary. You need, you, <laughs> you need yeah. to, you need to really be present. Yeah. In the darkness. Uh, the, the person who makes us uh, a gentleman named Kevin mm-hmm. uh, lives in Michigan. Of this uh prior to this they had made a couple of racing simulators one for rc cars and one for little off-road cars yeah um and they are a motorsports fan yeah uh, of this 
very charmingly, one of their uh, earlier indie games uh, was a simulator for a commercial lathe for rebuilding um, uh, RC car motors. Yeah. Man, lathe, lathe simulator. <laughs> yeah, I, I laughed out loud when I saw commercial lathe simulator. Yeah. Hell yeah. Sicko <laughs> like mode engage. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, there's not a lot of information on, on this person. Uh, they have a Twitter account, but they just mm-hmm. uh, announce updates. I have DM them and said, make Gary and Cole voices Please. in one of the, your expansions uh, because uh, that would be awesome. And I, I hate the supporting idea of working for free, but I would do it for free if I got mm-hmm. to be like the grumpy jeweler in the mall. <laughs> uh, that would be so fun. Yeah. So. Um, and uh, just this, you know, looking for other information, just the Steam News Hub for this is just, you know, a few years, you know, four years now of steady developments, announcements, and then uh, betas and stuff coming out and uh, featureless. Like, mm-hmm. just it's real. Just here's the game. Yeah, you know, just product forward kind of stuff. One of the things I love about uh, the relationship between this and the actual game itself is that when things are being worked on, they get a presence inside the game world as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are little opening soon signs that'll pop up on things, and they do open. Yeah. Uh, before One Eyed Billy's, the pirate themed uh, arcade, the most recent arcade mm-hmm. that was added, there was a building for it that said coming soon. Uh, and you know, it was announced on the page as well, but then they updated the game to reflect it. Um, (laughs) same thing with individual games. Um, you'll go into an arcade and there'll be wooden crates that are not open yet. Yeah. Uh, these are eventually planned to be different games or a game will be out of order. Like (laughs) just depending on where the developer is and, you know, has he created the model for the game, but not the physics The model can be there and be out of order. Uh, is he not, is he just had the concept? He doesn't have the, uh, the model yet. It'll be a crate. I, I like think that. that we j- we just kind of described liking a game that is a live service. <laughs> it, weirdly, except it doesn't cost a fee. Yeah, true. Like it's it just it's just constantly being updated. It's like how uh, Team Fortress Two, yeah, you know, or something like that. Like that's not a live. You could be insane and trade hats mm-hmm. and stuff in cosmetics, but really, like that was just a game getting a lot of support. Yeah, you know. Um, through there and a live service is less gross when it's not a conglomeration of like EA, you know, revenants trying to separate <laughs> me from my money. It's just a guy who's like, Hey, I'm going to continue working on this. Like you already bought it and you're happy, but I'm gonna keep mm-hmm. working on this. If you want to give me money, like I shelled out the extra money for it to be the founder edition or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, just cause I would, I'd want to see the spigot keep yeah. going. But the, the amount of, of joy I've gotten playing and thinking in this game about this game mm-hmm. far outstrips the amount of money I've spent. Yeah. On it. Uh, the last little like bit I want to say that's just kind of general effusiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, this game came out in 2019. Um, I discovered this game uh, in COVID yep. times. Uh, what a perfect COVID game. Yeah. Like when I was, uh, you know, I, I'm somebody who goes out and does stuff, mm-hmm. uh, not to brag, but like on weekends, like, you know, me and Liv will go do something. Um, I missed that so much when it was the the hard lockdown portion of, of COVID. Mm-hmm. Getting to like hey pretend to go play mini golf was really huge you know yeah. in a simulated space it wasn't just emulating mini golf which there are a thousand better games to do that like the mini golf emulation of this is not great mm-hmm. it was emulating going to go on a date like going to go play mini golf mm-hmm. having an outing yeah. uh, that was really uh cool to me yeah yeah no i i was definitely when we did this for abject suffering i was um you know feeling not having been to an arcade for a while yeah I really like that this uh, emulates like the whole package. It reminds me a little bit in that way of Retro Game Challenge. 
mm-hmm. which is another game I really admire because it's it's not uh, just about emulating the game. It's about emulating like an experience and a snapshot of what it feels like to, you know, be young and yeah. enjoy games. You know, yeah. th- this does that as well. Yeah. So, um, so that's the, the end of the generalities and this is going to be a weird breezy episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we threatened f- 10 years ago to start making shorter wafts. <laughs> finally it's going to happen because uh, it, it, we, we're not going to describe every arcade game in this like us just no. describing the physics of a thousand ticket games would be weird we're going to talk about the different locations mm-hmm. uh, that you can get and then uh, some of our favorites yeah uh, that you can do So let's go. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, you start off uh, in birthday mode at Larry's Arcade. Uh, survival mode, you start at your house. Here mm-hmm. you start at Larry's Arcade. Larry's yeah. Arcade is the one that's kind of in the central part of town uh, yes. that is closest to your house. This is going to be the first place you're likely to go. Uh, and this is very explicitly a Chuck E. Cheese um, in that there are animatronics. <laughs> um, you start off, you know, you pull up in the limo, all the kids come out, they do their little yell, and you go into the birthday room. Uh, full of snacks um and there's an animatronic band uh teddy yep. and the ticket takers uh, the ticket eaters oh ticket eaters thank you yes uh one of my all-time favorite things you can do in this is jump up on the stage and get backstage oh uh, something i always wanted to do and you know when uh, there's chuck e cheese and like i want to get my arm crushed by a mechan- <laughs> yeah. mechanical bumpkin oh those gears <laughs> hurt yeah, yeah. Can, I, can i get something in like an italian american stereotype that takes my finger you know uh, <laughs> i never yeah so i didn't i didn't jump back there i guess the thought never occurred to me what's back yeah. there uh nothing it's just a uh, it, the, the the things close like the curtains close all the animatronics like tilt forward because they turn off it's spooky the lights go out it's really dark and there's a button you can press to open the curtains so you can get out okay um but other than that it just you get to see what's backstage yeah you know, it's it's about the seeing it's not about what you see Yes. It's it's about the fact that the, the, the the urge to jump back there and see what's going on was recognized by the designer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, This is the beginning of some of the, uh, the characters that we're going to have in this. There's one kind of major mascot to this game, but here are some lesser mascots uh, here in the band. There's a giant foam finger on the drums, (laughs) uh, a yarn shark playing keyboard, uh, chug mug, Teddy on the guitar. And then the main uh, kind of star of this, this Rasta banana. I love the Rasta banana. <laughs> referencing that story from like, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago. Wait, what the story? The, uh, the guy who ended up, he was on the news because he ended up winning uh Rasta. He like spent something like $500 to win a Rasta banana. <laughs> and it's exactly this Rasta banana. It's like, what <laughs> if a banana was heavily entrenched in Jamaican culture? <laughs> uh, the, the, uh, I think he was trying to win something better but it might have been so old that it might have been like an xbox 360 oh okay he was trying to win and ended up spending 500 dollars and walked away with a rasta banana <laughs> and that's ultimately the economic lesson that all of us learn which is it's yeah. easier just to buy the thing yeah just yeah. buy the rasta banana yeah. yeah uh but these are like big versions of the prizes you can buy uh you know d- different uh, you can buy mi- miniatures of these uh at the uh at the t- ticket counter in addition yeah. to like 
really good stuff. There's like just straight up a cocaine mirror you can buy, like you would yeah. win at carnivals. <laughs> There's carny mirrors, man. Like whatever has been hair metal Hesher band oh. would be on those. Like you get like a, a you know, a quiet riot, you know, a cocaine mirror. Oh, absolutely unlicensed. Yeah. I had an unlicensed South Park cocaine mirror for a while. Yeah. Didn't had, use had it. Black, I was a black Bart was... Simpson slam junk Duncan. Ah, awesome. Slam Junkin. <laughs> Hello, I'm Slam Junkin. <laughs> there's a there's a Himalayan salt lamp that you can buy as well. Mm-hmm. That there are uh, there are billboards for this thing up. This magic lamp. Funny. Magic. It's very funny. Uh, the cool thing about these prizes is you do they do have a purpose. Uh, you can pawn them, but you can also decorate your your awesome garage layer, your Fonzie. Yeah. <laughs> uh Fonzie hole that you get to go into. Um so if you want to have a salt lamp, it can be functional as well. Yeah. It yeah. can do whatever a salt lamp does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mystic uh hippie stuff, I guess. Yeah. Uh it keeps <laughs> away the reptilians. Hmm. Um so there are coin pushers here. Uh coin pushers, uh one of the things I was thinking about with these games that have mm-hmm. this, uh, so we don't end up describing these games in too much detail, is like what is the appeal of these? Yeah. You know, uh, I found out on my, my honeymoon, uh, my wife Liv is a ridiculous coin pusher, uh, aficionado and fan. Oh, uh, and we spent a lot of time in the fun gen, the fun dungeon under Excalibur I playing hate, ticket games. I hate the word fun gen. Never say that again. <laughs> I think it's that's actually a, called fun dungeon, but I, that, that's I uh, pro, 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 propaniacs. Yeah. Yeah. No, fun gen sounds like a, like a, a, a terrible condition you get on your taint. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it sounds like something you do when you eat a lot of Funyuns. <laughs> like I, I've been like, what, hi man, what are you up to? I can't go out today. I'm Funyun. And it just, <laughs> and it just cuts to you and a bunch of Funyuns. You'll have to speak up. I'm Funyun. <laughs> <laughs> He's E-Funyun. Um, uh, so these things where you push a coin, like they basically work based on the, the principle of like anticipation. Yes. Like they create this, uh, it's due for a win. Mm-hmm. thing but without you having to imagine it like it physically represents oh it's due for a win yeah you know and, as a thing yeah just because you're dropping in and the coin is like uh scraped into a bigger field of coins by this mechanical um mechanical shelf that moves in and out and like it's the idea that like i don't know i always felt like i was getting one over on everybody who came before me you know because, yeah like yeah, they every- set it up you're staying on the shoulder of giants yeah, you know, it's yeah. a, it's a, it's it's like when you're a, when you start dating somebody who a bunch somebody else just like did a bunch of work on, you know, trying yes, to get them like sure. you know to be not uncouth, yeah. <laughs> swoop in, yeah, just gonna the, vulture that shit. Pig, pigmillion.com for your dating <laughs> needs. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> it's very specific. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, but just you, you do you do feel like you're getting one over on everybody else before you. I mean, it's, it's basically the same principle as a jackpot, right? Yeah, yeah, except it's visually represented. Mm-hmm. It's a jackpot, and you can see how close it is to tipping over. Um, this ends up meaning there's a little bit of strategy in choosing which game to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you're you're going around and you're checking to see how like pragante the yeah. different coin pushers are, like how feckend with uh, bounty <laughs> they are. Something that's strange: the coin pushers that I that the, that I remember playing as a as a kid, when the coins would fall, like that would convert into tickets. In mm-hmm. this, you um, you know, 
the, the, the coins falling is not necessarily correlating to payout. Uh, it is more the things that are among the coins and then also little bonuses that happen along the way of dropping the coin in. Uh, they can be yeah. timing, uh, mostly timing based kind of things um, that will cause like little bonus spin uh, kind of things. I have never played a coin pusher exactly like the one that is that is represented here among all of them. The um, there are modern coin pushers that are closer to this. Um, like the timing, the light on the word coins, the -hmm. thing I played a coin pusher like that, uh, before, um, and then the ones where you collect the cards, Mm -hmm. um, of every color that is very popular right now. Gotcha. Um, throwing those little cards in there and they will be licensed. So it'll be like Lord of the Rings coin pushers and they'll, you'll collect all the fellowship Mm. and you'll get a little card and you can then keep that card as a collection collector's item or it's worth a certain amount of tickets Mm -hmm. if you trade it in. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 kind of revealing i've not really played a ticket game i mean last time i played a coin coin pusher was probably i don't know 25 years ago <laughs> oh you're due yeah it's uh you can have some fun yeah. with it um there are games uh that you kind of uh boy uh, you've got them in the notes here's a scraper game which is accurate but i don't think it all it doesn't describe it either <laughs> like yeah. they're kind of weird to explain it, it's Games where there's like a physical implement, like a moving field and a physical implement that pushes things around on it. Mm-hmm. And you're basically timing the release of an object to try to get something to push out yeah. into a, a, you know, move it to an appropriate place. Not to a prize hole. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like get it into the prize hole. Yeah. Um, there's elements of timing on this one as well. Um, this also can end up being so like for Hockey Hut, the one that's mm-hmm. in a dome right by the front door there. Um, uh, you know, you want to, uh, like the, the, this will be randomized, the density of where things are so that you want to, uh, you know, be able to get a bunch of stuff bunched up, um, uh, and, uh, possibly get more than one drop on a, uh, on a single swing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, some of these are also, uh, the ones we've had so far are only barely skill-based. Yeah. Um, we're going to run into more that are more skill-based. Mm-hmm. One of these scraper games uh, has a little digging arm. It's called Treasure in the Sand, where you have to scrape all these gold nuggets uh, into the prize hole without uh, touching the middle, without mm-hmm. hitting like a, a an irritating stick yeah. in the middle, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that didn't. I mean, it just just kind of seemed real simple. Probably one of those games where if I was playing it more in survival mode, it would uh, you know be a high yield kind of thing. Any of them yeah. that are skill based, you can get pretty consistent oh. wins on oh yeah you know in these yeah. um there are uh there's skee ball in this of course mm-hmm. um one of the things i like about the this version of skee ball is the way they stop you from being able to just um you know i know the timing of this yeah. is they reset your arm that is a between. huge huge deal yeah yeah uh it's a pretty good emulation of skee ball mm-hmm. you know other than that and real skee ball strats work for this as well yeah. you know always aiming up the middle you know, aiming for the the forty. So if you get over or under, you still get good points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then just f- figuring out like with any of these things that are like roughly in like the golf meter category, you know, charged shot kind of kind of deals. Yeah. Figuring out where on the meter corresponds to how much force, you know, yep, uh, is a is is a big part of that. Um, yeah, I like the ski ball in this. The other ones though feel a little bit like there's the there's the um, prices right wheel one, the big bass wheeling, which is literally just a slot machine. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them are definitely that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, there are claw games in this, um, one where you're grabbing balls that are full of tickets, mm-hmm. one where you're grabbing letters that spell out Larry's, <laughs> uh, that have different values. Um, these are more fair than most real claw machines. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, there. Uh, but the with the you have the limited perspective, you can only look on from the front. Whereas when you play a real claw machine, you can tilt your head around to the side and and check out your your y axis. You also have like there. depth perception. You know <laughs> that that is true. Uh, you know, you Sh- don't shadows have to move are your being head. cast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it is. Uh, you do you do see in three dimensions largely. <laughs> yeah it's uh, uh like th- th- that is one of the things about simulating these which is uh like oh yeah there are definitely spatial cues that having your body in the space you know yes. is, by from having your body in the space that can't be replaced uh by just an audiovisual uh kind of simulation and, and it varies depending on the game some of them translate pretty well uh-huh. you know uh we're gonna get a, a bunch of my favorite games are over in uh later arcades Mm-hmm. that we're going to talk about uh specifically in one-eyed billies and they end up like your spatial element doesn't affect it that much right yeah um same thing with some of these uh there's a speed drop in mm-hmm. this this is a real uh, interesting thing about this is this is f- for real ticket hound people uh this is a game you can consistently win hmm. there uh you have to drop 50 rubber balls into these rotating cylinders and you have to drop all of them uh to get the jackpot you have to hit all of 50 which you can do Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to do four balls per cylinder and five balls into one of them. And that does it. Um, so if you can do that within the time you can win. So if you mm-hmm. have a little practice, you can always win this. Um, if you get anything less than the jackpot, it's not very good. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just, uh, I like it's, it's funny because the bounce on these doesn't really matter very much. Yeah. You know? mm. It's just, uh, you know, just, okay. Am I dropping it at the right time? The, the bounce doesn't matter in the, um, the physical version of this one very much either there's yeah. like a deadening thing where if you get them in the the cylinder they don't bounce mm-hmm. um so as long as you hit yeah uh, don't hit okay. don't, don't hit the rim yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, um, stack them up yeah th- this is this is a real game as well mm-hmm. i think is also just called stack up uh this is skill-based and is is fun i think mm-hmm. uh, yeah yeah just uh, you've got three blocks that you know kind of move left and right then you press a button to stop it and then you have to stop keep stopping in the same place as it's as it you know stacks up you're aiming for like a particular height uh and if you you know miss if any of the three falls off then you lose that and you've got to kind of continue being more precise uh as it goes on yeah eventually it will lower lower on its own too Mm -hmm. even if you make no errors you eventually will just have to hit one and hit the right spot yeah but you can get tickets or you can get a major prize from this yeah Yeah. um one of these games that are just like okay you you just uh you 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 start stuff off and it's a little bit skill-based a little bit luck-based um when you were a kid did you ever play the game avalanche or not no not Uh, avalanche aftershock there we go yes yes This was a game where you dropped a token in uh, and it was like rolling down almost like a like an inverted pinball machine kind of kind of deal. It was sloped away from you and it was themed after like an earthquake. So it was like a destroyed city or whatever. And you were steering almost with like a little like a tilt bar, like bicycle bar kind of thing. The landscape. Yeah. It was like a little like labyrinth. Yeah. So like you were trying to steer this token as it rolled down, trying to get it into the correct prize hole to get a, to get a bunch of tickets. Uh, me, my dad and my brother got really good at this. When oh, we yeah. would go to the laser arcade in the Kingsgate mall in Mansfield, Ohio. It's such a feel good feeling when there's like one of these you can consistently mm-hmm. dominate at. Yeah. Like it is a weirdly good feeling. <laughs> yeah. Um, there are a couple more of these that are just, just kind of standard. Uh, nothing, nothing too big. And we're going to find variations and mm-hmm. repeated arcade games. Yes. So we're just going to talk about the unique ones, but you'll still, you know, they fill each other out. Yeah. 
Uh, it never uh, stopped sounding sexual. <laughs> um. <laughs> it's um, it, it's it's kind of like admirable how little is repeated, almost yeah. to the point where it's like that. That is a bit of a downfall of the simulation because <laughs> you would see the same games at like the at multiple different places in your town. Oh, even in multiple different places in multiple towns. Mm-hmm. Like this is such like uniqueness and saturation, you know, mm-hmm. for for this zone. Um, you can go around and explore as well, uh, and this has some kind of minor, uh, you know things in the central part of the map mm-hmm. um there's this little industrial area uh, with larry's uh, motel uh, or mm-hmm. larry's arcade the motel that's nearby it the pawn shop which is very important this is where you're going to do survival mode so the, um, it is the very stuff. beating heart of this economy <laughs> as children that lemon tree is the heart of our economy <laughs> um this is a you there's a little hole here where you can stick in as many objects as you want you just get a cash payout the cash payouts are ridiculous mm-hmm in this again, we are talking about twenty two dollars for the um, you know, little flamingo, uh, toy or whatever. Uh, yeah, and there are bounties as we mentioned. Like this week, uh, hot dogs are up a hundred percent, and l- foam letters are down a hundred percent. Yeah, so I'm, I'm in Coke Mirror Futures. Yeah, it's it's it is. I'm, I'm in a stuffed hog uh, futures. The um. There's a market, uh, so we can buy stuff for survival mode. If you are not playing survival mode, the main appeal here is scratchers. Yeah. Uh, which are, you know, again, as a kid, those held a fascination for me. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. literally, again, the aforementioned Laser Arcade was right next to an Ohio Lottery scratcher store. Oh, yeah. So, again, <laughs> yeah. just good, just going with my dad, playing the you know, playing the arcade games and stuff. Um, and he would, like, he played with us, which was really fun. Uh, but, uh, but then, uh, at, at the end we would, uh, we would go to the Buckeye bakery and get a cookie and then we would get some scratchers to play in the car on the, on the ride home. Yep. It's God. a blast, man. It makes yeah. you think of that, uh, that bedtime stories with, with the Duke. Oh yeah. At the, at the <laughs> casino, that's all scratchers. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> I mean, we need uh, brushed. Yeah, the, um, there's a, a fireworks stand mm-hmm. uh, again, just a kid fascination. They just do what they say. Yeah. And you can shoot them at people. Shoot uh, roaming candles at these inflatable robots. Yeah. And they can't do it. They just make a little sad noise because they're robots. They mm-hmm. don't feel nothing. Um, you know, but you can, you can do that if you like and get a bunch of different weird boxes of fireworks, uh, a wide varietal. Yeah. Uh, there's the CD gas station where you, you, know, you can use the old time you pumps to get gas for your go-kart or for your mm-hmm. golf cart. If you, uh, if you would like to, if you, if you bought that. Uh, and there's the paper stand for to do the uh, to the if you're in survival mode to the paper um, uh, the, the the paper boy job, which is one mm-hmm. of the more consistent ones. Some of the jobs in survival mode you have to you know it's just it, it is like every X number of days like you can't go mow that lawn. Um, yeah, every, you can't babysit every, every night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a and the, yeah, I mentioned there's a pizza delivery job as well through Pirate Pizza. Mm-hmm. Pirate Pizza is probably what they serve at One Eyed Billy's, at yeah, the most recent arcade that they added to the yeah. game. This rules. I like this it's so great. much. It's so cool looking. Uh, there's uh-huh. a lot of verticality to mm-hmm. it. Like it looks like it's just I'm like mm, the smell of fiberglass in this place. Yeah. Um, it's pirate themed. It's out by the docks. Uh, and this one, they added a bunch of cool stuff. They added a uh, putt putt to it, some shooting galleries and uh, an RC boat pool. Yeah. Or, you know, so you're driving around little remote control boats. It doesn't control great. No. Nope. And there's not very much to do. No, no, Get you're that. just trying to avoid bumping into other boats and trying to run over little life pre- life preservers to get points. Yeah. 
Um, the uh, putt putt is it's gotten actually a little bit better since they than when they first implemented it. Mm-hmm. It's hard because putt putt is a crowded market in games. Yes. Yeah, I can imagine a time in which it wasn't, in which this would be a lot more impressive. Mm-hmm. And it, it's fine. Like I couldn't emulate a better putt putt. Yeah, than this, but. Yeah, I mean, just the, you've got like golf with your friends. Like this is going to suffer by being one mini game among many. You know, like it is not going to be, you, you know, just it just doesn't have the focus. It is here yeah, to be here because it is here because that is the kind of game that would be at this kind of place. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's fine, and then the, yeah. the shooting galleries are pretty fun and are also ticket games mm-hmm. in this. Um, I was surprised at how fun these are. There's like a classic rows of ducks go by one and then there's one of them that i love which is uh and is surprisingly common where it's like a snapshot of a deliverance style gas station like imagine the gas station from texas chainsaw massacre if every time you shot something a whimsical mouse came up and sang a cowboy song or some shit like that like it's real the scene they're emulating is very funny it's it's the same thing uh the showbiz pizza band Oh yeah. Rock of fire explosion used to hang out in this kind of dump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just again, it just the, the crumbles have happened here. Something is yeah. terrible is going on. <laughs> yeah. It's a dust bowl era shooting gallery for tickets. <laughs> yeah. If you can shoot all the grapes of wrath, you get a, a bigger prize. It's not, a, it's not a timing one either. Like the, 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 the targets that you're shooting for are always out there and they're ex- just exceedingly tiny is yep. the thing. Yeah. Yeah. So you just have to aim. Um, yeah. and then there's air hockey in this or would you play against punks punks will come up and play like king vid comes and, <laughs> and challenges you um the uh and this is i think surprisingly a pretty good air hockey mm-hmm. uh thing i played better video air hockey but this is not bad by any means yeah um, this one um the the problem that i ended up having with is in order for your uh kind of handle uh for your hitter thing to like actually register any collision you have to uh click it cannot just mm-hmm. be like if you are guarding, uh, it cannot be that like you have moved its model to overlap with the incoming puck. You do have to time a hit on it to get I, it to I don't bounce know, back. Again, I don't know if that's a thing that maybe was changed in the beta, but I, did, I didn't have that experience. I could just move it yeah. in front and kind of hit it. Yeah. Uh, so that, that might be a, a version difference thing. Mm-hmm. So, But your, your strategies work on this. Like it's yeah, yeah. good. Yeah. And air hockey's fun. It is. Uh, although there is something lost uh, without having that gentle breeze and the risk of getting your knuckles just fucking obliviated. Absolutely. And the sound. Like the sound uh, is kind of emulated, but air hockey is one of the loudest, like <laughs> most unique sounds it's ever been. Yep. Um, and kind of in terms of like new stuff that's mm-hmm. uh, totally new, um, there are arcade basketball. Yeah. Uh, again, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the differences between this and regular uh, arcade basketball. I found out uh, in my kind of rabbit holes, the pro move for this, if you want to win this in real life, is to pay for the table next to yourself so you can double the access to balls you have. Oh, that sounds Um, like cheating. It is cheating. (laughs) It's just how you win this game because otherwise the balls do not roll back fast enough for you to get maximum scores and get the jackpot. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah. That's all. I'm just, I'm full of carnival knowledge. No, this is good. Ever since I married the carny wife, like Liv has (laughs) carny blood. She she grew up in Renaissance fairs and stuff. So I've been every night I have a dream about a new carnival game and I wake up a little bit more carny. (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> all kinds of STC going on. <laughs> Slowly the process will be complete. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, it's actually, since we're both infertile, it's how we reproduce. <laughs> Every time we have sex, we try to turn the other one into a version of ourselves to asexually create more of our kind. Jesus. Uh, I, that's, yeah, it's fucking dark. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. I'm just flashing back to the to the moment in the Fun Center episode when we talked about like, yeah, sometimes it's real fun to just like physically yeah. do something and be good at it, and just we yeah. we just you ever just, move just, your arms? You ever move? Yeah. You ever you ever like just like pull, like throw a basketball at a hoop? It's wild, huh? Yeah, there's real physical. There's a physicality. Yeah, to uh, so, to lifting an object and letting it go that just is cannot be matched by by shooting in Call of Duty. I just God, just. just two physical activity two complete dinguses a decade <laughs> in the past like just talking about hey aren't sports fun <laughs> i i have so much affection for those little idiots uh-huh. i think that was really cute that we did that <laughs> I, I i i collect and treasure every dumbass thing i've ever said in my life <laughs> there's a i when i've been going to bed like the last like uh and haven't I, i've been meaning to tell will this because i i consider it complimentary to him uh-huh. but we were talking and everything to guppy and i was talking about how i could take a draft uh and and i think you and i went on a similar tangent but i was like mm-hmm. what's the the biggest animal you could take i was like kill a giraffe and uh you know he he rightly called me out because that's you know doubt but mm-hmm. i was describing it and i wanted to say at the top of an enclosure to get down on him but the thing i said well what if i was at the top of the zoo and, and he, he responded with like you're at the top of the zoo because uh, that doesn't make any fucking sense that's a little kid and I've been, sentence yeah. yeah i've been smiling at that little kid sentence like every night before bed like i'm at the top of the zoo <laughs> well, what if i was the president of it <laughs> i'm the leader of the zoo uh, it's just I, I every dumb thing i've ever said i just i absolutely adore oh that's just, wonderful little, little idiots Swinging a bat, it's different. Ah, oh, man, yeah. Just you're in a batting cage, and the ball's coming right at you. You know, it's, yeah. It's 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 very immersive. <laughs> uh, the uh, one of the things I uh, like about this is that you uh, in the claw game section of this, they have different prizes that are themed. Mm-hmm. So there's a crane game where you get snail stuffed snails or octopi. Either it's all sea themed, it's all nautical. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah um uh nothing really new in the scraper games here like just literally just yeah a different uh like a like a different principle of this you're just trying to interpret the interpret the, the weird shape of the uh uh the weird shape of the appendage that this thing is going to be scraped along no, yeah. no 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 big deal um but uh ticket toboggan is real fun i like this the timing of rolling the uh token down the ramp mm-hmm yeah. Is this the uh, the one where it has to land in the space but not go too far? Uh, land in the space but not go too far. Are you yeah, talking like about? I, I think I think you're t- thinking of the bowling game. I'm the thinking bowling of the ball game. game. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if I remember the... ticket ticket toboggan. Yeah, I just I I could very consistently get this one. Um, uh, to get yeah. get this one to pay out. Um, this uh, uh, this has my two favorite uh, ones in this though. Like, or mm-hmm. sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, but, no. I was going to move along as well because, uh, like, as far as timing games go, Wheeler Up uh, is. I uh, love Wheeler Up. Wheeler yeah. Up and Combo Craze are both great, and they're both <laughs> real fun in real life as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are these are actionably based on you know existing ticket games. Yeah, that are relatively new. Which one? You mentioned one before, Safe Cracker. Is that the combo That's craze combo where you're yeah. okay? Where you're just uh, you're like tr- hitting the hitting the button as this clock arm goes around and hits yeah, the single hits the dots. single player uh, tennis. 
almost like where you're playing both sides like it's the ball like, is bouncing back and forth between two little it, dots it's like tennis ball or a t- tether yeah. ball yeah tennis yeah. ball yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh both those i think are really fun Mm-hmm. Uh, wheeler up is really cool. You had, you press a button to release a ball and it goes into these little rotating slots and you want it to get into certain slots that are worth certain amounts of points that will carry it past a, a pitfall. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you repeat this challenge three times with increasing difficulty to get to the yeah. top and spin a bonus wheel. Yeah. Um, you can very consistently get that bonus wheel in this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, just a matter of, uh, again, like you've got just like a real one of these, you have to put in a few, you have to, you have to put in a few bad coins to get a good one out, you know, just mm-hmm. as you observe the behavior of it. Um, yeah. <laughs> not redeemable, man, this pinball game is abyss, huh? It, it's, it's a, it doesn't work. I, no. I admire that he, he tried it, man. That is uh that is ambition. <laughs> I think that it's, it's, it's big ambition. Uh, yeah. This should probably go out of order. Yeah. Uh, it's again, it's very, you know, I talk about the ethereal beauty of this and this feeling like you're living in a simulation. There only being one pinball, but, and it pinball, uh, theming the town around you or uh-huh. like being themed at the, t- like of your surroundings. Well, this is Islandville is, quote the game. Yeah. Quote, like pinball that, edition. that, that is huge. Like you've been trapped in the lady of pain's maze, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> that, that is Malkovich, Malkovich, Malkovich is shit. Um, yeah. Yeah, but it's not very good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pileups fun, mm-hmm. uh, like where What's you're balancing, just, you know, a platform a, left and right. It's a it's a game and watch. Yeah, it's yeah. an iOS game kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, just trying to build a stable tower as the as the blocks drop. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's uh, a couple just luck based games. There's one that's like a roulette where you choose a color and you bet where a, a ball will land. Um, a plinko, mm-hmm. uh, which is real good. Uh, and yeah. also as a kid, like you're probably satisfied with plinko. Oh yeah, as I was, um, and then Mega Drop Extreme, which is a big version of Mega Drop. Yeah, Mega uh, Drop from the from Larry's Arcade. It's literally nothing. Like you, like it, it's yeah. it's just it's just where does the where's the ball bounce kind of thing. Yep, uh, no big, all luck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, something that like this particular kind of fun center does kind of bring out that makes it kind of um, okay. So it, a lot of the games, if you went to this kind of place now, would be like licensed versions of like home experiences. Basically, how like there is just uh, in fun centers, just like most of the games are Fruit Ninja and Guitar Hero. Yeah, as arcade yeah. games, you know. And, yeah, they're uh, all translated, and these yeah. are all bespoke. Yes. Kind of things. Yeah. Individual amusements. Uh, I've just, as, as part of like research for this, I went and just looked, looked for like website and distributors mostly to get, um, uh, like to see if there was a consistent terminology. Uh, and I, I couldn't, but there are websites of active distributors who do still sell these things. Um, yeah. you know, probably they not as from time to time on Facebook marketplace. Like when I'm browsing that for like old arcade games and shit. Oh yeah. Um, and I've, uh, you know, I've been like, man, but I do I want to own like a claw machine? What would I do with it? it yeah, it's that's a, the thing. It, you know, it's kind of a baller way to display, mm-hmm. you know, trinkets. Yeah. But man, is it uh, just a, a, lot, a large footprint? This is a trap that I think a lot more people fall into when it's I'm at Sam's Club or Costco and they're selling like a uh, like a home version of a um, like a like a popcorn machine. Yeah. Like, Oh, we can get yeah. a popcorn machine. And it's like, you know, you can make popcorn in your stove, dude, right? <laughs> but my favorite version of that is the gigantic thing that warms up uh, 
an absolutely immoral number of hot dogs and buns. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like a big thing that will cook and steam the buns and cook the hot dogs. If you want to have 60 hot dogs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you want to die, if you want to die by hot dog, <laughs> like the uh, you've heard of suicide by cop, <laughs> uh, you know. But what if you could do it at home? Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, so there's a, there's a little carnival set up on the island. I love uh, this. Of course, yeah. Again, just uh, beautiful, very well observed. Yeah, you know the carnival's in town this weekend. What mm-hmm. what a you know array of riches. Um. They're set up down uh, by this is down by the the southern pier. It's near this nature trail you can walk on, which we we mostly talked about the creepy ambiance of that. Yeah, um, there are rides here. Um, it's cool. Again, this feels like a verisimilitude thing to me. Yeah, you know, like of course there'd be rides here, and it's part of the fantasy of being a kid. Like it's not very fun for Gary the player mm-hmm. to to do this, but Gary the little avatar, if he was partaking in the fantasy, he would love to be, just be able to go on as many rides as he wanted. Yes, for free. Yeah, it's one of those things where, like, if you want to accurately recreate this space, you can't just have the games. Uh, you need yeah. to put the rides there, and if the rides are there, people are going to want to play. People are people are going to want to ride them, even if it's just once to figure out, like, oh, why would I? Why would I go on a Ferris wheel in a video game? Yeah, it just models the physics. It's a neat object. It would feel and one of the yeah. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say one one of Kevin's big values in this that he talks about uh, in the the threads on the community hub page on steam is that uh, if there's going to be something in the game, it should work. Yes. You know, in a general sense, like, you Mm -hmm. you know, he says like, Oh, I got very concentrated on the games and stuff. And a lot of the prizes don't do anything from now on. If the prize can be functional, I want it to be functional. Mm -hmm. You know, he's really going for this high level of SIM. Yeah. For it. Love it. Yeah. Uh, And you get to play a bunch of carnival games like midway game. Yeah, it's so good uh it's uh and they're they're different games like some of them operate on the you know just similar principles similar interaction models that we found before but um the like the, the there are different ones here and you don't get tickets like you you know put in time at a booth and earn prize tickets so by winning a bunch of games in a row at a, uh, at a at a particular booth you can get a more uh desirable prize um off the back yes. of it, which is neat yeah. Uh, and this is also, if you're playing survival mode, this is where you break it, yeah. uh, at least early on. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a, a variant on a coin pusher here where you can aim the coin. Uh, that's that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, there is uh, the balloon popping where you throw the darts. Um, this was always the game that I joy, enjoyed as a kid yeah. playing. And we could win uh, as a kid. And here, uh, this is how you break the game. Yes. Um, you can go at, at it from the side and you can hit two balloons with one dart. Oh, really? Um, uh, mm-hmm. uh, it costs, you get one prize uh, point per dart and mm-hmm. you get three darts. So if you oh, do it from wow. the side, you can get four points per game, which you then buy the flamingo or what have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you sell that. And it's worth 22 <laughs> coins. So it's it's $4 for, for 22. Nice. Uh, you just load up your inventory and, and become a weird <laughs> Oregon trail. <laughs> like guy, it, it's a it, you know, it's very similar to to my friend Derek dying cloaks black in Ultima Online as a job. <laughs> you know, I'm a balloon popper jockey now. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> this is, I mean, like as far as carnival games go, this this does seem like the easiest for a kid and also the hardest to rig. Like yeah. maybe maybe you could dull the like dull the darts, they, but I mean balloons. They do are, and 
they, they dull the darts and they you half inflate the balloons. Yeah. That's the the way that carnies try to get you with this, but you can still do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's there's carnival patter at this as well. Oh, so like if you win, winner, winner, elephant ear dinner, which just made me want an elephant ear, which is <laughs> nonsense because obviously the you want the funnel cake because that's more surface yeah. area. <laughs> and the elephant ear is just kind of like a weird pancake. Yes. Uh, but in the in the survival mode, if you're out and you didn't pick up groceries for your trip, like your day <laughs> trip to earn money, the elephant ear is an economical way get some more energy to, to spend some more carnival stuff it's the most yeah. economical item you can buy at the carnival <laughs> uh there's the shoot the star uh yeah. game um this is the strategy used in real life for this i couldn't get to work in here mm-hmm. but this is you have a rapid fire bb gun that is poorly maintained and has crappy aim yeah. and you have to shoot out all of the star eliminate all the red yeah uh, on this little paper target the way you win this in real life is you do a circle around it Mm-hmm. to try to punch out the entirety of the star. You don't just try to hit all the bits of the star. Yeah. Um, I could not get that to work. No. Uh, this actually, there's a game that uh, this developer had made that was just this. Mm. Uh, I, I forget the name of it. It was, it was kind of generic. It was like shoot, like shoot them or something like that. So like he just had this uh, sitting around that decided to bring it in um, wholesale, which was nice, nice way of yeah. repurposing an old project. And it, and it fits. Yeah. And I like that. I have good memories of playing these as a kid because it's real fun to play, to to shoot something that fires so fast like this does. It is the closest a kid gets to firing a machine gun. Yeah. (laughs) You know, except for kids in certain parts of the world (laughs) or kids in Kojima games. Jesus. (laughs) Yeah. It's the closest that, that most kids are going to get to firing a machine gun. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, not the child soldiers. Oh, no. you always <laughs> got to bring up child soldiers. I know the crater <laughs> made me. Um, there's a lucky duck. This is the uh, the game that everyone's a winner usually in, in actual arcades, yeah. where you pick up a duck from a, a pond is purely luck, but yeah. uh, they modeled it successfully. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, chow time, which is the <laughs> again, I never understand this the metaphor in this. You have a water gun that you are shooting um, at a target. Uh, in this case, it is a moving, uh, it is a moving doghouse, uh, and it is making, uh, these, uh, uh, Dachshunds, little wiener dogs race on the lanes on top. Yeah. Uh, these are, this has almost always been like horse racing themed for me. Where, where uh, you're shooting a clown in the mouth though. Yes. Yeah. A lot of the times <laughs> to make the, the horses time, yeah. go faster. You're, you're, you're really sticking it down a clown's throat. <laughs> Yeah. You're really drowning a clown in gummies to get your horse <laughs> to come in first. Yeah. It's weird. The, uh, yeah. what, uh, what do you think clown broth would taste like? Uh, makeup. Boil a, boil a clown. Yeah. Probably. Too probably much, real oily. Too much makeup. Yeah. yeah. Too, too much like pancake makeup, which doesn't taste like pancakes. If, if, if it did, then like maybe be, oh, we'd be in business. Yeah, maybe, maybe maybe we'd be okay. But you're just, but you're just rolling the, you know, just boiling the bones. So yeah, yeah. At that point, like eventually, it probably wouldn't taste like it would just taste yeah. like long, long clown. Yeah. But okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then this is the one that you uh, that that, that uh, you, you you mistook the uh, the toboggan one for the pro roller uh, where yeah. you're rolling the ball up the rail. Um, r- real hard to get a sense for when you are not. Yep. Uh, when it, when it is not your like actual like proprioception, yeah, hard, hard even with your proprioception. This is a yeah. this is a hard game. Yeah, uh, you know, possible but very difficult. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, there, there's one final uh, arcade on the island, the UFO arcade. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. uh, which is alien themed and would be a great place for you to stand on the roof at a certain time. You'd abducted and yeah. sent to a secret experimental arcade. Mm-hmm. Just throwing that, that idea out there. Um, <laughs> this is in the southeastern portion of the map. Yes. Uh, down near UFO point. Uh, and this is like an upscale fun center. Uh, like it's got the arcade stuff in it, but there are also these bigger attractions that we're going to, I, I put at the end. So we didn't just end on, and then there's like, there's a crane game, but there's a cow. Yeah. It's called <laughs> dude, yeah. dude, where's my cow? <laughs> yeah. Uh, even though that is the case, there is that. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is where you get introduced to the other mascot character of the game. Popcorn Pete. <laughs> uh, Popcorn Pete is so hideous. He is not good looking. Nope. Uh, as a guy, <laughs> um, he he looks really because he's he's a popped piece of popcorn, uh, which means he's real craggly and surface area y. Uh-huh. Uh huh. In a way that uh, you know we want our mascots to be smooth generally. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Not be this quite this uh, complicated. Yeah. Uh, kind of fascinatingly enough, uh, in the most if you're in the beta, in this arcade and then also in the mall. There is a Space Invaders uh, clone that is Popcorn Pete getting into a snowball fight. Huh. Uh, it's the first arcade game that's oh, in nice. there, which is interesting to me that that's, that's going to happen. Like, that's yeah. a whole other game. I know. <laughs> that's Arcade Paradise, which is a more slick and professional uh, simulation and arcade emulator. Yeah. Than this. yeah. It's just not ethereally beautiful. <laughs> uh, if he's going to open up that door, which it looks like he's going to, mm-hmm. I could really see this being a thing that just continuously gets updated forever and becomes a denser and denser kid yeah. fantasy. Mm-hmm. You know, like if this had fun, cool games in it, yeah. even if they were just like breakout clones and space yeah. invader clones, like that adds a lot to me. That's what's an arcade paradise. I mean, yeah. 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 Um, so uh, like, is, is it a good space invaders kind of, it's okay. Deal? It's, yeah. it's better than the pinball. Okay. Uh, significantly better than the pinball. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, um, but uh, but but yeah, I I I think I saw that, but it was out of order in the main, like in the main fork of this. Yeah, as it have not released it yet. Yeah. Uh, the coin pusher, the way this works, uh, that has this is if you get all the cards, you get a popcorn Pete plush, which yeah. is a, a hard item to get and, and put furniture a little room with. I put so much money into this trying to get it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just I couldn't get the white card to spawn. And immediately drowned popcorn Pete in a river. Like, <laughs> immediately made soggy corn. Yeah. Um, uh, pop, like the, the, this coin pusher, popcorn Pete and friends is the most like complicated and intricate of them. Yes. Like there are like three different timing elements that you're aiming for. Uh, stuff like that to try and get the, uh, the cards to spawn in addition to getting stuff to push off. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, there's a version of knockdown clown, but it's not down, down a bot where you're mm-hmm. knocking down robots. Um, yeah. I love knockdown clown, even though I prefer not to throw the ball. I like the little gun that goes. Foomp, oh man, out. I just, oh, man. can you do they make that sound again for me? Foomp. Oh man. It's okay. incredibly pleasing, right? Yeah, uh, it's yeah. uh, no, knockdown no, it's clown a, with the cannon. Oh, uh, the cannons. Uh, yeah. I, I love those that. clowns. I can't. Yeah, I just <laughs> fill their mouths with cum until they drown. Man, I just, you know, <laughs> <laughs> coming after that cloak yeah yeah i'm gonna get that cloak like clown doris and uh, and laughbias i don't i don't know i don't have one for labia uh (laughs) the uh yeah anyway (laughs) got anything else yeah anything else you want okay yeah i just i'm thinking about it but no i don't think so (laughs) yeah 
Um, but uh, like just uh, with uh, the circus cervix, <laughs> like as a <laughs> surface, cervix, <We're> <laughs> <laughs> like there's a, a, a an ache with there's a there's a porn actor character named clown penis <laughs> no, no it's not clown penis a circus penis there we go i got circus it wrong penis is really good circus penis is amazing for a porn yeah. star name that's really good <laughs> oh god uh, i said clown penis i'm thinking of clown penis dot fart the uh the snl oh. sketch yeah. where it's a law it's a law firm and there were no more urls uh, for them to get so <laughs> the only one they could get was clown penis dot fart <laughs> This is pretty good. It, yeah. it, I know because it's on SNL, it'd be a thousand years too long. You know, but that uh, yeah, is a funny yeah. concept. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, a couple dexterity games here. Uh, there's Whack-A-Mole with robots. Mm-hmm. So that it makes sense for there to be Whack-A-Mole, of course. Yeah. Um, Iceberg Bounce. I ran into this in real life for the first time when I was in Vegas. Ooh. Um, what this is, you have to hit all of the uh, these little bits to turn them blue, like all of these limited number of ping pongs, and you have to hit all these glowing plastic shapes. Yeah. To uh, to change the, their their point value. Yeah. Uh, the one I played was like blackout. Like you wanted to make all of them one color, mm. um, as opposed to getting um, th- this one. It, it tallies up your points total. Yes. And the ones you already hit are not worth as many points. Yeah. Uh, you know, the idea being trying to figure out, you know, to throw it and bounce it in such a way that it hits as many as possible. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I love a ping. I love a ping pong ball. It's real satisfying, mm-hmm. you know, how to bounce oh, one yeah. of those. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Clock Tower is a good one. I, I, I like yeah. this because it is it like j- just skill based enough and it plays well with the physics. Uh, where you're uh, trying to guide this ball along these cogs by uh, by turning by spinning the wheel. This is the one that made me want the uh, the avalanche or sorry the uh, the aftershock game in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's neat, um, and it, it is. It's got a partly a uh, cool spatial, you know, like a spatial puzzle. Like if you turn this gear, which way will this gear turn? Mm-hmm. You know, a little bit uh, there. Um, the two big attractions here are Laser Zone, which is a very uh, it's laser tag. Mm-hmm. It's a very awkward and slow first-person shooter against four AI robots. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's not but particularly shit, good. man. It did make me want to play laser tag, though. <laughs> I, it's uh, laser tag is cool. It yep. just it, it's not quite there as far as emulation. Like this is a game with first-person shooting in it. You start out yeah. with a little rubber band gun mm-hmm. uh, in the game, so you can annoy your friends and and fight off punks. Yeah. Uh, in this, but it just it doesn't work very well in this. No. Uh, and then the go kart racing, which I really like getting driving to be fun in this is like the next big milestone. It feels like it has to accomplish. Yeah. Cause, cause it, it's not, it, it doesn't work here and it doesn't even really work when you're out in the, the world. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's all pretty uh, janky. Yeah. Here. Um, but like this shows promise, you, you know, yeah. my problem wasn't so much with the, um, uh, with the cart racing itself. It was more that, um, uh, like the lap counter kept on getting messed up as I was going. Yeah. You know, which yeah. I, I, I imagine it's way harder to get that right than I than I think it would be, you know. So, you know, all kinds of grace to the creator on this. Um, but uh, but yeah, that, that 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 did put a bit of a damper on it. But it's also super easy to win, except some yeah. carts are tuned very quick and very aggressive and they will spin you out. Yeah, well, that, I mean, that's how that's the the real trick to go-karting as well, well they're not properly well, maintained. Like when I, when, when I schooled your ass. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the uh they some of them just go faster uh-huh. like 
we could no, <laughs> like I not it'd be weird for you to hold a grudge about it and I don't care about winning things. Okay. But if you're yep. if you're we're driving next to each other and we are both mm-hmm. pedal to the metal, mm-hmm. like your cart just went faster. Okay. Right. That happens. They're not uh they're not regulation. No, when I was saying mm-hmm. school to your ass, it was when, when I spun you out. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, that that was that fair credit. That that was uh, <laughs> that was skill. That was skill based. I thought you meant when you won the race. No, but my no, car I just didn't care. go very fast. Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, yeah, I mean, who could win that race? Like we kept on going. Nobody yeah, it, else was there, it, and they kept on giving it, us free free laps. It also we could have we could still be there now if we wanted yeah. to. Like it, it never ended. You know what uh, sucks about that? That was at Bullwinkles. Uh, they remodeled that place, and it sucks now. Oh, geez. Yeah, they made it uh, much more modern. They uh, have way more uh, area now devoted to food and drink, uh, uh, including getting rid of the animatronic uh, Bullwinkle, Boris and Natasha. Oh, that sucks. I know it was. It's it's the namesake of it, and it also mm-hmm. means that somewhere they're in a storage room or like in a fun dumpster, yeah. there's a animatronic <laughs> Boris and Natasha. Uh-huh. And a bullwinkle. I got to get. Yeah. Got to drag that thing home. Mm-hmm. You know, bring it to life. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it sucks. It's it's not fun anymore. I was I was very excited to take live and it's it's oh, now. Yeah. So, uh, the mini golf is still good. Like the outdoor stuff is all still pretty good. Yeah. No, yeah. Changed. It's just the indoor parts. Not fun. <laughs> did the uh, did, did, did the batting cages work this time? The batting cages worked. OK. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, very surprised that they kept that up. Yeah. It's a, it's not, it takes up a lot of space and it's not particularly popular. And even if it's really buzzing, you're making like $13 an hour on it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a, they're so <laughs> to, generous to maintain and uh, just a nightmare hell machine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like a robot that tries to kill kids yeah. unless you tune it a specific way. Yeah. Um, there's a couple other little places on the Island, which we talked about. Uh, there's, you know, a couple different nature trail areas. Uh, there's a mountain. You can go climb. There's nothing there. There's yeah. garbage you can scavenge from campsites, but really it's just there to be creepy yeah. uh, and to fire like a child's idea of exploration, mm-hmm. right? Like uh, in video game exploration, we assume there will be things yeah. there because it's authored. One of the things, again, on my, this game is ephemerally beautiful point uh, is that this is on like a space that is, has the mundanity of real life. Mm-hmm. Um, when I would go on nature trails or mountain, you know, or kind of go explore in like a little a nature area, it's pretty rare that you find anything. Yeah. Um, you know, people like to talk about like, oh man, I came to this clearing and the sun came through and it was just it's a really special spot. And like, yeah, sure. You mm-hmm. know, but it, it's all, it's like you're finding cool monoliths and like, you know, caves and yeah. stuff most of the time. Like sometimes mm-hmm. that kind of stuff happens, but not very often. Yeah. Uh, yeah. More, more often you're going to find a place where like teens drank a couple nights ago. It, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so th- it has that. Uh, I love being, being in this world. Yeah. Uh, I have, uh, well, you, this is the end of the episode. Yeah. The, the, there's no story. Or anything. <laughs> you, you play survival as long as you can. Uh-huh. Uh, and then you play birthday mode if you just want to explore mm-hmm. uh, and you should buy it. Um, <laughs> I have, I've stuck with this since we did an abject suffering and poke at it. Every mm-hmm. once in a while, like it hasn't left my hard drive. No. Uh, and has been a, like, I just have a little bit of time to kill. Yeah. Like a, a consummate, I just have a little bit of time to kill game. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, and stuff is being added to it, like just frequently enough as mm-hmm. well. You know, I was looking back at it and just like, you know, stuff is being added, like maybe a big update every three months or so, which is about yeah. how often I would like think to stop, you know, like remember that this exists. Right. Yes. Like it yeah. doesn't, 
doesn't seem like kind of like a kind of game that even really wants you to like keep coming back every day, you know, because no, there's th- so there many people so- who do. Yeah. yeah. Like there, there are people, if you have like the people who do are uh, collectors or gambling, like aficionados, mm. like they're enjoying the gambling aspect of it. Yeah. You know? And I get that like mm-hmm. to a degree, uh, it, the meta is what's interesting to me and going back every couple months and seeing what is literally new. Yeah. Really doing it for me. I can't wait to see what movies they have when the movie theater opens up. Cause you know, they're just going to have little robots going through and acting out little like romance scenes and shit. It's going to be silly. <laughs> it's going to be extremely silly. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be real fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hopefully you can get a little Lannis Morissette bot to go down on you while you're there. <laughs> <laughs> the, if you're, or the little David Coulier bot to go down on you, as it were. Um, oh, man. Yeah. No. Uh, just, a, just, a, just a treat of a game. Uh, I'm really happy to see that the, that they're still plugging at it. Yeah, me too. Uh, and and again, this is ending with a, a sell. Like, we're not paid for this. This isn't a commercial. I know it's probably no, seemed like it at no. certain points. I just really have a lot of affection for this and want to see it do well. I do. And, uh, you know, I just, it, it's one of those things like we, we talk a lot about like, oh yes, just, uh, we're, we're, you know, we're old, right? Yes. Not, you know, if I called myself old and in front of somebody who's like way older than me, they would, you know, go fat. But like, when in terms of people who are on the internet and listening to the podcast and stuff, you know, we definitely grew up in a time that is, you know, there's just, there's this kind of thing. It doesn't really feel like it's as available as it was when I was a yes. kid, you know, like the number of places that were like this, you know, you know, I, I, as an adult who is interested, keep track of them. And yes. they're just like the, the, the ones that I went to are gone and nothing has really popped up to kind of re- re- replace them. Right. So having this thing that is made by somebody who kind of looks like they're about my age, who very mm-hmm. obviously has lived a bunch of diff- different iterations of this and has a pretty good ethic about uh, representing as much of it as he can uh, mm-hmm. in the, uh, in, in, in the product makes, you know, does make this feel like a little bit of a time capsule um, put together uh, trying to bottle up something that is definitely gone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It ends up also, you know, the, you, you mentioned this person being roughly our age and having similar nostalgic concerns. Like, it does make me feel like, you know, oh, I've found my people in a weird mm-hmm. way. And like, watch, you know, I hope he doesn't become milkshake duct between when yeah. we record this and that happens, right? <laughs> but like, it, it makes me feel like, oh, like, I I get this. Yeah. I get the appeal of this. This is directly for me. This person identified something I didn't know I wanted mm-hmm. and then made it. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's a really special feeling, I think. Yeah. So pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, real quick shout out to games that scratch similar itches to this. Uh, I mentioned arcade paradise a few times. Yep. Uh, that game is really cool. It's got a, uh, a much more robust life simulation, uh, mm-hmm. lemonade stand aspect and the games that are in it are much more polished. Mm-hmm. It's not as ambitious in terms of what it's trying to emulate, but it scratches some of the itch. Yeah, and then throwing it on a, a you know the the future well, off at some point, uh, Thief Simulator or American Theft Eighties, yeah, which have a similar level of jank and handcraftedness mm-hmm. to them, and also fulfill a fantasy, yeah, uh, and that fantasy is letting yourself in any house in the neighborhood, <laughs> so. yeah, and you know just like a bunch of games that exist in this particular this particular kind of trench. Uh, you know, the indie simulator kind of game, you know, kind of deal. Yeah. Like, like, really, yeah. you know, this is more business sim, but it is like definitely a, you know, 
mm, not as encompassing as this, but like it is a whole vibe. Uh, but Gas Station Simulator uh, is yeah. uh, pretty pretty similar as well. Uh, man, that's a fun game. Uh, similar to like uh, what My Summer Car oh, was going yeah, for, shit. which we also did on Abject Suffering. Um, yeah, it's I got to, similar things to that. I need to pull out My Summer Car again. That was fun. Yeah. Or even just like the the beginning uh, waves of this kind of thing. Like I loved Euro Truck Simulator yeah. and and those things, which are much more limited in scope. Mm-hmm. But it, it's got a similar kind of um, vector of appeal, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Like it's coming at it from the same angle. Mm-hmm. You know? So. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> I don't know. It feels like we are just, just, just describing sometimes it is nice for there to be a modest product that is almost entirely devoid of spectacle. Yeah. I mean, that, that is it, you yeah. know, uh, and, and, and devoid of, uh, any kind of, uh, pretension or any kind of aspiration, you yeah. know, like comparing this with Shenmue part when I think back on Shenmue and like, you know, I didn't, not a big fan of that game uh, mm-hmm. on the record. Uh, one of the things I think about it, in addition to the fact that I feel like it wastes a lot of your time, you know, like go talk to everyone in the village before you can move on, yeah. go do this stuff. It's that it's not focused on this stuff like it feels like it accidentally did what this game did on purpose but did it worse right like did did it about 20 years beforehand as well Well, yeah Yeah. well for sure but just like it's not the focus of it it was never Mm -hmm. a game about driving forklifts and stuff you have this overarching father murder story that goes nowhere and is dog shit and they never finished it and they never will Mm -hmm. uh and it takes up a lot of your time Mm-hmm. in that game like you spend a lot of time grinding out the fun part of it to try to learn a move so you can get past some jabroni yeah. is ancient kung fu like it, it's a, it's a grafting ill befits a lord yeah. it, it's not uh they don't work in partner with each other yeah if that and, game were just like go play outrun or mm-hmm. go play space harrier yahtzee yeah, you know, that would be a cool game. If it was just small, small town, uh, small Japanese town in the 80s simulator. Um, yes. Yeah, Yahtzee would be the would be the perfect word for it. Um, and uh, that, I think, is what a lot of people remember when they fire, when they when they think about, you know, when they think back fondly yes. um, on, on that. You know, it is you are compressing away kind of the tedious bits of that. Um, and, you know, the coin game represents uh, kind of a condensation of that good stuff as opposed to, uh, you know, having uh, to selectively remember in order to round yes. something up, yeah, you know, and it, it also adds this real weird touch mm. to it, like a lack of polish that makes it weird and eerie and, and lonely. Yeah. And stuff. Um, it's similar, it's similar. I would play more Yakuza games if they just were about the side stuff too. Mm. You know, I don't want to fight in those games. I just want to like live. Yeah. And there that's that's the part everyone talks about. And the stories in those games are good. Yeah. I just don't like the central mechanic part of any of them. Yeah, yeah. Tapa tapa you know? combat stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's it's really bad combat that you spend tons of time on. Mm-hmm. You know? Why? Just just yeah. give me the coin game, but in in the town that Yakuza takes place in. Please. You know? So. Um that's gonna be it for this episode. Thank you everybody for listening. We appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Uh if you have things to say about this game, or you have things to say about Cuphead. Mark the Ninja or Crisis, please send us an email at duckfeed.tv slash contact by March 15th. Uh, yeah, go go to duckfeed.tv slash contact and then use the uh, little form there oh, yeah. uh, to submit. And uh, if you have uh, thoughts about multiple games, please separate them into multiple responses if yep. you could. 
the deadline is always the 15th of the month. Uh, so if you have things to say about April's games, which are Ender Lilies, Quietus of the Nights, uh, The Sexy Brutal, or The Quarry, write in by April the 15th. Yeah. Uh, Crisis and The Quarry are premium episodes, which means everybody gets the generalities. Patrons at $5 and up get the uh, the full shebang. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that backports, if you give us $5, you get access to all the old ones of mm-hmm. those. Uh, so it just gets better. Yeah. So if you decide to support us at patreon.com slash duckfeedtv, mm-hmm. five bucks gets you all those, as well as bonus abject sufferings and our show Unfilmable. Uh, $10 gets you even more. Yeah. Uh, gets you a couple of bonus shows. Uh, if you have a project, if you are not a cis, white, straight, male uh, creator, you have a project you'd like to possibly get some more eyes on, please send me an email at gary at duckfeed.tv mm-hmm. uh, and we'll shout it out. Yeah. Uh, if, if you're in the Midwest, uh, come to see us at the Midwest Gaming Classic happening uh, from March 31st through April the 2nd. Uh, more details on social media to come. Yeah, that is a yeah, yeah that is in Milwaukee. Um, I believe at the Wisconsin Center. It's what it's called as the venue. Yeah. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yes. Not Milwaukee, Oregon, hmm. uh, which would be convenient for me. Less yeah. convenient for Cole. <laughs> um, yeah. And it was gonna be really fun. Come say hi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, we'll be back in a week for Mark of the Ninja. Yes, uh, we will. Yeah. Big uh, thanks to Gwen. And, yeah, our producer, Gwen. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, please rate and review the show on your podcast directory of choice. Yeah. And uh, what should they watch out for until next time? Um, <laughs> don't get black mirrored. Yeah, that's true. Uh, don't let your mom your get Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. Yep. Get, get your mom's. You've heard of your mom's WAP. Don't let your mom's <laughs> WPAA. Get in the way. <laughs> <laughs>